Hello, and thanks for listening to JoJo's Bizarre Hello. Podcast. Thanks. My name is Mark. Hello. And I am joined by Jackie Hi, over there. Hi, Jackie. Hello. Hi, Jackie. Uh, and Hi, Miles. This is a podcast where all three <laughs> hosts talk at the exact same time. There is no pausing, no conversation. <laughs> it's just it's just overlap. It's a quantum experience. Uh, also, hello, Miles. How are you? Hello. I asked. Hello, how, Mark. How are you? <laughs> Answer me. Good. Good. Okay. Very verbose. This is a podcast that ordinarily talks about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, the TV anime that started in 2012, but we've seen all of it, and we're now just in a limbo waiting waiting to hear when episode 13 and onward of Stone Ocean will be coming out, and then of course we'll resume weekly coverage of those episodes, but in the meantime, we're sort of in this weird limbo. We're, we're, it's almost you like- You said limbo twice, you're crazy. Did I say limbo twice? Yeah, you nut. I don't remember that. I was zoning out. Well, I was going to say, <laughs> we're adrift at sea. We're, we're mm, floating that's good. alone, like that movie about a fish. We're, finding a, Nemo. we're a person without a CD. Yes. What? Uh, I don't know about that. We haven't forgotten anything. Uh, so this week, we watched Ponyo, the 2008 uh, Miyazaki slash Studio Ghibli movie. And for anybody who speaks Spanish listening, I said Ponyo with a P, not Conyo, which is just like an expletive to many Latin. Well, I think you, it, sounded like, you. it sounded like you said Ponyo before. Which no, is... I said Ponyo. Okay. Ponyo. I didn't say Ponyo. Who would say Ponyo? I think that's how they say it in English. Miles, you watched the English version, right? Yeah, that's how Tina Fey says it. Ponyo. Who's Tina Fey? Tina Fey is the mom. Oh, oh how cute. That's fun. We watched it in Japanese. We watched it in, in Japanese, and we, we have some interesting things to tell you, Miles. Very <laughs> interesting things that they did not bring over to the English dub. Mm-hmm. I watched it in English yesterday, and then today I showed some of it to, to my son. Aw. How do you like it? He's actually going to come on the pod a little later. To oh, good. About his <laughs> Great. And your son is two years old, right? He's two years old, yeah. Yeah, okay. I'm sure it'll be revelatory stuff. <laughs> uh, but before we, we, we break down and show our feelings about Ponyo with a long O, uh, we need to first take a stop. It really is incredible that I don't think of these in advance. I've never once, not never once, but in our, our oh, oh, okay, uh are, are, I can't even make the stuttering funny. What is it? We have to look at emails people wrote to us. Our sender C. That's the best I got, guys. Help, please. Just nothing. No. Jackie's magic. squinting and pretending to think. What do you got? Mailbox? Our magic mailbox? There's magic, okay? Okay, okay. All right. I might just cut all of this and we just start reading emails. This this is when <laughs> we read emails sent to JoJo's. <laughs> These are messages sent to jojosbizarrepod at gmail.com. If you know in advance with more than two days notice what we're going to be watching on the pod and want to tell us to look for something or you're reacting to something we said last week and you, you have a bone to pick, feel free to write to us. This first email is from Lucas and the subject line is tips for podcasts. 
Hi, JJB Pod Crew. I won't try to write your names again because I spell them wrong. I'm Dutch, so my English is not the best, but I'm the best in class. I started a podcast. It will be in Dutch if with guests, but after I'll translate them into English episodes alone. It only has a trailer yet, so. Have any tips to get your podcast popular fast? Regards, Lucas. And there's a, a follow up email. By the way, aren't the frogs falling from the Bible? Yeah, we talked it about that. It did seem like a plague, yeah. We did talk about that. I don't know if it's revelations or if it's just like a plague from mm. uh from from the Old Testament. But uh Lucas, you can't you can't do a podcast twice, man. That that that's crazy. You can't do it in Dutch and then translate it to English. That's hard. That's uh that's hard and the thing is Maybe you could um you can put it on like YouTube and then have the subtitles in English. You know? Yeah. People like auto translate. Or or just translate it. You know, if you're looking to make a podcast that will be popular for people who are looking for Dutch language stuff, then yeah, go ahead and do that. I think you're going to overwork yourself, though, if you do try to translate it or redo it in English. That is a ton of work. Podcasts can be really tiring. So I don't recommend that. On how to get a podcast popular fast, we have no tips. (laughs) We don't know. We're not that popular, nor did it happen very fast. No, we've been doing this for how many years? Like five years or something. Five, yeah. We've been doing this for years. And when we started, we weren't, we're still not that popular, but we're more popular now than we were when we started. And I think it's just because we kept doing it. We worked on our SEO to make sure that we showed up on searches. Um, We got art that made us look legit. Yeah, the art Um, is a big deal. So it's like the kind of the way that your podcast is presented. Because if you want people to like even give your podcast a chance, they need to be able to find it. And then when they actually find your podcast, like when they search for it on the different platforms, uh, you need to give them something to like make them want to actually listen to it. You know, like art, your description needs to be interesting. Like what, what, like tell them what it's about, you know. And consistency was a big thing for us in the beginning or and I mean still is right. But we do this every week. And so what personally what I look for when I when I'm listening, looking for a new podcast, I'll search for it. And then I see like, okay, was their last episode in like 2012 or like are they still making, you know, episodes? And so if there's like current episodes, then that's also a good sign that the pod is fresh. Um, So, you, you know, try to have like consistency, like and keep new episodes coming um and also like people like to have like a they know okay the podcast is coming out on this day you know something reliable yeah people will forget about you otherwise yeah if you want any kind of interactivity then you need to be putting it out weekly Mm -hmm. not any less than that um and that's just the standard the standard is that podcasts come out every week so if you're not willing to commit to that maybe don't bother i mean you know it might be fun to to i mean why not so yeah, it's fun. It's fun to learn you to wanna, experiment. If you want to do it once a month, because that's what you can do right now, then do that. And then maybe in the future, you can c- bring it down to once a week. Yes, but if you're you trying know? to be popular, I would not bother with once a month, unless you're like somebody who already has a fan base or is coming from some popular brand. Mm. That's that's just my take. If you want to do it for fun, sure. But if you're looking to be popular, you can't. You got to do every week, and you can't miss. Mm. Miles, do you have tips? No. <laughs> yeah. Oh, also, you should. You're going to have to figure out what you want your topic to be because I personally hate seeing things like we go off on tangents a lot, right? Yeah. And a lot of a lot of good <laughs> podcasts, ones I like go off on tangents a lot. But sometimes I've seen podcasts from friends or friends of friends come up and people are like, 
where two people talk about whatever. And I'm like, I have zero interest in listening to this. Yeah. Absolutely zero and interest. No one, and no one's going to gonna search for that. No one's going to search for two randos from wherever. So two randos talk about a thing. Like, I could talk about whatever. I could have a random conversation with someone. Right. You or know? you could you could look up, if you want people to talk about whatever, you'd look up celebrities, you know, yeah. comedians that are already comedians established, you've already heard of. Or people that you, yeah, people that you know you like. So, and if you're going to, so you, it's good to pick something that's a little bit more specific so that people can go, oh, I was looking for a podcast about, yeah. you know, something people will actually some, search some anime for. or some TV show that you like. Yeah. Of course, don't pick something too obscure that nobody can watch. Yeah. Because yeah, then, like JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. That's right. What you got to do is wait for other podcasts to do it first and then go, I'm going to do it my way. Mm. That's not really what happened. We were one of the first ones. We were one of the first ones. And, and I only realized there were other ones after we started it. I was mm. like, oh, shit. Look at that. Too bad. Yeah. So yeah, hopefully that wasn't too harsh. We're trying to help people. You know, this is general. Most of this was general advice for anybody who wants to start a podcast and I don't know, become as popular as us. We're not even that popular. So I don't know why you're talking. You're asking us, but you like us. So we did something right. Yeah, we're okay at this. Yeah. Capital O, capital K. Yeah. Anyway. See if you could get some sucker to do the editing for you. Oh yeah. yeah, definitely offload like the post production to someone else. <laughs> oh, posting on Reddit's, we did that. You did that at one point. Mark. Yeah, but now I, now I got banned. Not banned, but I got <laughs> I got my post deleted when I tried to resume doing that. Okay, what the hell. They were like, the, the, it just like a bot was like, this is self promo, and I just wrote to them and was like, hey, I did this years ago, and I asked if it was okay, and they said it was okay. Yeah. So just I just wanted to know what happened here, and they just didn't answer me. Okay. So whatever. I guess it's not. I guess too many people tried to sell. You gotta, you gotta find places like uh, some discords have like a post your work mm. or like share your own thing, and I've had one or two people be like, "Oh, I'm gonna check it out." Yeah. But yeah, get yourself on every platform possible. Anyway. Tell the lady who cuts your hair. That's right. You can real grassroots shit. Hand out pamphlets. Go to the. I actually have thought about like just. Going up to people in H Mart and being like, "Come on, you watch anime? You're a fucking weeb." <laughs> I I think about having like little little like flyers or something. So if someone you know notices my JoJo shirt or vice versa or whatever, I could Ooh, be like, "Ooh, a little business card." Listen to this podcast. We're yes. we're a bunch of fucking nerds. Yes. <laughs> and then on the back of the card it says, "Was this cringe? Was this a cringe worthy interaction? Is this corny? I'm sorry. Don't listen. Don't think about me again. I'm sorry." No, no. Just have that printed on the back. No. I could have them circle cringe or based and then hand it back to me. Yes. Please. That's yes. what they can do. <laughs> yes. Um, I think even based is like passe now. What's the, what's the, what does it even mean based? We're too old. It's just good. Mark, we're too old for this. I think kids still say poggers. What? I want to die. What I want to jump out of a window into I've the never highway. You're, you made that up. No. Oh, that's an incredibly popular phrase on Twitch and online streaming. Really? Pog and poggers. Yeah. It's based on an it's based on an emote okay. of Ryan Gutierrez, aka Gutex. Okay. Street Fighter, former like YouTube content creator guy, making a face during a stream when they tried pogs. Okay. Where he just looked super excited about something and that became like shorthand for, oh my god, oh it's happening. Uh, uh -huh. what's funny is that emoji was deleted by Twitch after Gutex expressed support for the idea that the twenty twenty election was fraud. The big lie. The, the big the big lie. And I think support for the insurrection. They just deleted it and replaced Ugh. it with a lizard with its mouth open in the same 
similar fashion, but people still say pog and poggers for like okay. things they like or things that are good. Uh, but when I hear somebody say that, uh, I die a little bit every time. Mark is so like hip and like he follows what all the young video game kids what happens are saying. Is, is I listen to like other people who are my age do it ironically. And then I'm like, what the fuck is this? And then mm. I look it up and I'm like, oh, I don't want to go there. I just hang out on Twitter and learn about things like a month after they're no longer cool. I'm erasing everything. Jackie, did you know that Russia invaded the Ukraine? Yes, I do. I do know about that. <laughs> oh, okay. That kind of stuff does make it onto Twitter as it happens. <laughs> yeah, it's a little bit. I just mean like the, the whatever Gen Z is doing. It doesn't show up on Twitter because they're on TikTok and I am not. Because <laughs> it's, it's a weird place. It's a weird, weird place. This email is from Madison Joestar. Subject line is sweet tea or leaf water. Uh, Since Miles has moved to the south, has he began to drink sweet tea yet or just that dirty water the northerners drink? Uh, I've always liked sweet tea. What is the dirty water that northerners drink? It's probably like unsweetened iced tea. Oh, yeah. That would that would do it. I can understand why people would just call that dirty water. Yeah, I like. Here's the thing. Okay, that's what that's what Cubans call like American coffee. That's what everyone calls American coffee. I think like (laughs) right. Doesn't everyone drink espresso in the world except us? I don't know. I could be wrong. In the world, I I feel like in the New World they drink coffee. What the fuck is the New World? Like in. Colombia, for example. Yeah, but they drink oh. they drink like strong coffee. They don't drink like American coffee, mm. right? Okay, so they don't they so don't drink like that... the watered down coffee. Okay, yeah, and then again, the Japanese have like that that pour over thing, which I think is designed for a full cup. I know that Italy and yeah, like Caribbean, Latin America, they do espresso. They do little cups full of essentially motor Italy, oil that will turn you up a level. Probably in in like Europe, they do espresso. But I don't know. Isn't it weird that we think of all these countries as having coffee culture, but no coffee is grown in any of these countries? Well, not even ours, right? Yeah. What What is it really? You have to be like on the equator. It's like Peru, Colombia, Ethiopia. Indonesia. I heard, um, is it Finland? I heard Finland has a strong coffee culture. But, but they I don't, can't grow it up there. I don't know what they're, uh, I don't know what it's like, but I hear that they're, they're very proud of their coffee. Shout outs to Finland. Shout outs to Finland and Martin, the Finnish Martin. <laughs> I believe that's who it is, right? I like all forms of caffeine. Is that true? Especially cocaine, baby. That's not caffeine. No. I was going to say, do you like the, the white pills? Do you, do you crush up? No, I don't and like you snort? that. No, yeah. I don't like all. Wait, do you like like a uh, nerd caffeine that like uh, Think Geek used to sell? Like caffeinated soap and and caffeinated water? No, I guess what I said was too broad. I like tea. I like coffee. I like lattes and mac- macchiatos. Nice. And all that shit they have. What's your favorite type of coffee? If like it was just, you know, a paradise where if you asked for a coffee, it was as easy as getting anything else. How would you take your coffee? I like the pour over coffee that my partner makes. Nice. You know, if they're in the room... Save your answer until they're out, okay? <laughs> you don't have to be the good husband here. That's funny. Uh, that is very nice, though. Uh, if it's true. If it's true. I can't see your it's room true. right now. It's very strong. It makes me vibrate. It's good stuff. <laughs> that is the good stuff. But you, you have... You know, I used to... When I, 
I, I used to be so sensitive to caffeine that I would like avoid drinking in the afternoon. And now that I'm old and tired all the time, mm. I can just drink it whenever. I'm going back to no caffeine in the afternoon. Just a doctor recently was like, that stuff stays in your body for 10 hours. I was like, what? Mm. What the <laughs> fuck? I thought it was like six. Wow. No, it's it's long. Wow. I've been cutting back a lot on caffeine. But uh, Miles, so the answer to your question is yes to both. <laughs> I have always loved sweet tea. Okay. And you also drink. The, Ask my dentist. And you also drink the dirty water or whatever. I do like tea as well. Okay. If that's what they're talking, like regular ass hot tea. Yeah. Maybe unsweetened iced tea is dirty yeah. water, I'm sure. Unsweetened iced tea. I, I think I don't mind a little bit of sweetness. I think that quote unquote sweet tea is just too sweet for my taste. Mm. But so for the most part, if I go to like a restaurant or whatever, if they have brewed unsweetened iced tea, that's good shit. Okay. I like that. I don't like I don't like cold. I mean, I like cold drinks, but I prefer hot drinks. So I don't do the iced tea, really. I would prefer hot tea. Fair enough. Or hot coffee. No iced coffee. Fair enough. Anyway, thanks for writing, Madison, with your... Thank you. Thanks for asking. Your anti-Northern bias showing. (laughs) Uh, Jackie, do you want to read... uh, Sure. This email is from... Oh, it's not signed. Robin? I think that's fine. Okay. This email is from Robin. uh, Subject line is Clash of the Wikis. Dear JJB Pod, a few episodes ago, you were talking about the JoJo wikis and how there's beef between them. So here's a history lesson, kind of, not really. In 2019, the people who were doing the wiki on fandom moved to their own site, jojowiki.com. After that, the fandom wiki became unmoderated and some people started plagiarizing jojowiki.com to the fandom wiki. JojoWiki.com is the better one of the two and the most up-to-date one, so it kind of sucks that the fandom wiki always shows up first. There's a Chrome extension that forwards. Interesting. On another note, Mark got me into Nine Inch Nails through this podcast, and it's now my favorite band. Thanks, Mark. P.S. I believe I'm the first listener from the Netherlands. Ah, Robin, you're just a little too slow. (laughs) We just talked about uh, Dutch and stuff. I, it's possible that they speak Dutch but are not from the Netherlands. I guess that's technically... I don't remember if they said they were in the Netherlands. If um, Lucas? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. As I said, it's likely. Do we have anyone else from the Netherlands? I feel like we may have. You know, someone from Belgium. Yeah. So weird. What is that? What do you mean weird? What's your problem? Like, it's it's wild that people who live in different countries listen to our bullshit. <laughs> All right. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. I, uh, sorry, this email was sent twice and I read only one of them that was like kind of cut off. PPS horny. PPPS, I might have accidentally sent this mail twice because I pressed send too early. If so, sorry. You did, but it's okay. Yes, we okay. did. We did get it twice, but it was nice. Mark. Yeah. You're the only person who does research for this podcast. Did Maybe. you notice this change when it was taking place? The wiki? Yeah. Oh, no. I've told you guys that I would, like, in former episodes, I'd be like, this is off from the JoJo wiki without mm-hmm. realizing that there are two websites. Mm. So okay. I don't know when the split happened. Maybe when I was like, oh, there's been two the whole time. There really weren't. Well, they said 2019. 
Yeah, you're right. I guess it's like after 2019, I must have been going to both and just not noticing, Mm. which is weird now because going back and forth between them, I'm like, yeah, they're pretty different looking, but I think they both basically call themselves like JoJo's Bizarre Wikipedia or JoJo, whatever the hell it is. Um, I'm on, so I'm on JoJo Wiki now. I've never been on it. uh And I'm sure I've been on the fandom because I, it's so spammy and bullshitty. Yeah. Yeah. This is much better. Yeah, that's the thing too, is with the fandom wiki, like I couldn't open it on my phone or else it would inevitably forward me to some bullshit ad that's like your computer mm. has a virus. Ah. Um Yeah, I mean if one's unmoderated, like I don't know why people would update that one even. But uh Yeah, I don't know. Just just go to the the clean one. Jojo Wiki, right? That's the one. Yeah. Jojowiki.com. All right. We've we've apparently taken a stand, sort of. Limply. So do you think this podcast has eliminated the need for either wiki? Like, because it's so, uh, <laughs> so comprehensive? I'm going to go with a no. Okay. I think you should, we should have some sort of text database that has a lot more info. All right. All right. This email is from Sunset. I think that's how you want to be credited. The subject line is, if she just knew. Hello, JJB pod crew. This last episode really kicked off a lot of plot to be sure. I went into infinite hype loop the second my boy Dio showed up during the flashback and basically set everything up. Do you think Jolene could have changed the outcome of this episode by just not giving a fuck and punching Pucci anyways when they met? According to the wiki, Weather Report can summon any weather report ever reported by humanity, and since there was a frog rain once, he can make that happen. So he's just broken because he theoretically could recreate a Katrina-level hurricane out of nothing and destroy an entire landscape. The scene of White Snake using the guard's gun, whatever it is, looks like a Glock or Sig Sauer P226, depending on the frame, made me think of giving him Emperor as a gun and enhancing it with sex pistols and Manhattan transfer, so you got four stands stacked upon each other. I hope the next episode comes out soon and we can enjoy the wild BS that Araki loves to write. Your sunset. P.S. Every time I close my eyes, I wake up feeling horny for Jolene's German dub voice. Damn, it is so sexy. Well, now we have something to check out. Nice. Sunset, wie sagt man horny auf Deutsch? Ooh, what is that secret language you're speaking? <laughs> I was asking how to say horny in German. Oh. Doesn't, isn't, I doesn't, look this up. Doesn't guile mean horny? In, haven't we talked about this? I thought it just meant cool. We probably I, have talked about I this. I feel like it's there's a word when you and other friends were learning German in eighth grade in, in middle school. Someone figured out how to say horny, and I swear that it's like it overlaps with another word. Well, I hope they write in and tell us so we can talk about it once again. Oh, yeah. Listeners, tell us how to say horny in your language and what kind of coffee is standard in your country. Mm -hmm. Thank you. I agree Jolene should have just punched Poochie, but she wouldn't have known, and she would have felt bad about punching a priest. Yeah, that's what makes this exciting is the idea that, like, yeah, she absolutely could have ended it here but i even well you know what she she was thinking of just knocking him out you know she wasn't going to kill him ever so he would have gotten back up and things would have resumed because he ultimately failed this this last episode he didn't get her to stop giving the cd to a dove well he doesn't see it as a failure he says everything is the same everything the plan is still the plan that's cope yeah uh, what remind me, Mark? What is Manhattan Transfer? I forgot what that stand was. You know the guy with the huge ass. 
Oh, yes. Okay, good. His stand. So it's like you'd that have- That was the name of his stand. Got it. You'd have a stand, which is whatever, white snake or any, any humanoid stand could hold a gun that is like a stand and can curve bullets and then have little stand goblins on those bullets, yeah. kicking them around. And then Manhattan Transfer is kind of useless because I think the stand, the the- the fucking sex pistols could kick the bullets around anyway. The, I don't know that you need Manhattan. Oh, em- no, it senses stuff. It senses stuff. What does the Emperor stand do for you? I know it's a gun, but a like, gun. what is it? Is it just a gun? Like, does it do anything better than a regular gun does? It can curve bullets and stuff. Okay. Look, it was part three. It was the first stand arc, and Whole Horse himself admitted that he needs a partner. Okay. Now, I think that was probably supposed to be about his characterization that he's... Uh, a huge pussy and so he needs someone else to hold his hand as he no, attacks he's people. he's a lonely man. No, he's a coward. He runs away. Okay. But it also might be that just a gun is too boring and he needs someone else to mess with you. Mm-hmm. Listeners, we almost read the Josuke slash whole horse uh, spinoff comic for this episode. We almost did. And then we were like, wait a minute, we don't read comics for no. this podcast. You suggested it and I was like, how about we watch a kid's movie instead? <laughs> it doesn't help that the, the first chapter of, of, what is it called? Crazy Diamond's Heartbreak Attack or some shit? Crazy Diamond's Demonic Heartbreak, I think? It's 63 pages, which in comics is not that crazy, but it is still a lot of manga. Um, but I did take a look at it and it looks really good. I'm intrigued to see all of the old characters that... Uh, this is apparently the, the first time, there aren't that many, but it's the first time that like a JoJo comic official sp- spinoff thingy is not illustrated by Araki. Because mm. he's drawn art for like the spinoff novels. Anyway, we didn't do that. But Whole Horse is good, and there's a reason why he's showing up in these spinoffs. This email is from Chad. The subject line is, Ponyo wouldn't be a good Wordle opening guest. Uh, guess. Oh, aloha, JJB Pod Ohana. Besides Mark, are any of the other hosts playing Jojodal or regular old Wordle? I'm only playing Wordle. Same. Word of warning, if you haven't read all of Jojo's, Jojodal. Jojodal gets super tough and searching for clues can lead into spoiler territory, so tread lightly. I couldn't find any Jojo voice connections for Ponyo, except, well, the kid who does the English dub voice for Sasuke is Frankie Jonas, who is the younger brother to the Jonas Brothers, one of which is named Joe Jonas, which technically makes him a Jojo. All, all New uh, Jerseyans, too. Really? Anyway, I hope all is well and that we return to Stone Ocean again soon. Mahalo, Chad. P.S. Both the English language and Japanese language sets of kids that did the voices for Ponyo and Sasuke are now old enough to drink alcohol legally in the U.S. Wow. Time. Wow. I've, I played like Jojodal once and it was when I got it. And it was cool, but I'm not going to keep going to Jojo at all. I'm not going to do that. It's very hard because you can't you can't guess regular English words that are five letters. You can mm. only guess five letter terms from Jojo. So you have to keep thinking of, of those. Yes. Yeah. That's not easy. I mean, I suppose the strategy Limited is vocab. to just be like, what's one that has a bunch of common letters? Like, okay, stand has S and mm-hmm. T and A yeah. and N. Yeah. And then just be like Dario and stuff. Yeah. Know? It's uh, it's it's hard, but not hard if you know a so bunch of terms. Because there's so many possibilities. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's like Loodle, which I do not play. Mm-hmm. Loodle is Wordle with uh, stupid, horny words. Mm. Oh. I pretty much daily I play Wordle. I play Global. 
Wordle and Quartle, where you play four Wordles at once. It's fun. I don't do Nerdle. I don't want to do math. I don't like it. Okay. You don't have to. There's more out there than Wordle. Oh, I just heard about Waffle. That one's kind of cool. What is that? I can't even explain it. You make like a box. Okay. And you could drag stuff around, rearrange them. Mm. You only get so many moves. Anyway. Enough games. No more games. Folks, it's important that we talk about our Patreon. It's how to support us. And soon, once again, it will be a way to control us. No. To influence us. We're going to... Uh, look, let's not get... Wait, let's not get ahead of ourselves, Mark. Patreon.com slash JJBpod is how to support the show. You can do it for a dollar a month. You could do $3 a month. Both of those get you access to the Patreon feed. But $3 a month is how you can hear us say thank you out loud to you on the podcast. And we'll be reopening the $15 tier where you get to just tell us what show to watch for one week's episode of this podcast. Because we're going to need some ideas. We're going to need some things to cover while we wait for Stone Ocean to come back. But listeners, you could also just write in and recommend stuff to us if you want. Yeah, you can recommend us stuff because we don't know. For free. For free. Just either Twitter at JJBpod or email JoJo'sBizarrePod at gmail.com. But if you pay, you're jumped to the head of the line, to the front of the line. Yeah, look, we got to we gotta prioritize the people who... Paying, paying customers. Yeah. <laughs> well, paying customers are customers. I know. But They're not, yeah. Nobody's a customer. Paying people slash customers. Uh, but, you know, we might not have enough people that, that want to spend money on this dumb podcast. Uh, and we might, we might have another lull at some point. Maybe we'll, we'll run out of Stone Ocean stuff again and then we'll be desperate, but we'll have a backlog of stuff. Yeah. And if you want to, you know, you can just tell us what you think we should watch without uh, making us watch it. And then you can see if we decide on our own. Yeah. And if you feel, if you're like, hey, you still haven't watched whatever, but you didn't like, okay. If you have heard us talk about a show or you've heard like someone else recommend a show to us and you want to throw your hat in the ring, go ahead and, and, yeah, and do that. Just remind the, us. The more people that say, you know, watch uh, Sazai-san or whatever the fuck, the more likely we are to watch it. We're a podcast of the people and mm-hmm. money. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe money's more important. Anyway. Okay. So now we say thank you to Syngium. Did I say that? Signium. Signium. Tell me if I'm spelling if I'm pronouncing that wrong. Signium. Uh, Madison Joestar. Soliloquy. Marti. Uh, Ken Barron. <laughs> Ken Barron. Uh, Kasoon. Caleb. Jumbo. Katie, Bloof, Dylan, Nocturnal, Kenny, Mark's Lamp, Caden, Nick, Austin, Tim, Tyler, Martin, Michael, Christian, and Chad. Hooray. Thanks. Thank you all, including Mark's Lamp, whoever you are. You are you're terrorizing us. It you're, might not be you, Mark. It might not be your it's some other Mark's lamp. Who is it? 
Who is it? It's Mark, Mark with a C. That can only be me. Some other Mark. There's lots of Marks. Let's spell it with a C. You will not scare me or my family. <laughs> I will sleep soundly. I've broken every lamp in this house. Uh, but yeah, thank you guys so much for supporting us. Um, you're thank under you. you're under no obligation, of course, to spend any more money. But uh, I hope that any of you who are interested in getting us to watch something uh, will take advantage of the Boss Us Around tier, which is soon to be resurrected. For this for brief, a short time, for a limited time only. Which also isn't that what limited means? You don't need the only. That's for a that's a great time. point. Yeah. Should just be for a limited time. You can't be like for a limited time, but then also more time. <laughs> Doesn't yeah. work that way. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, maybe it's like limited now, and then it won't be limited in the future. But that's that's only right. If you remove the only, then it it might be unlimited later. <laughs> you know. I don't know. Well, I got to go into advertising. Anyway, you we'll really take, do. I don't know. Uh, you're wrong. Let's take a quick break and then come back and talk about Ponyo. Ponyo Trusardi. Hmm. I get it. Oh, I forgot to look up the basics about this movie. I just looked up a bunch of fucking trivia. It came out in 2008. It's rated G. Are we back? Nope. Okay. Now we're back. Hey. I was ready before when I made that Ponyo Trusardi joke. All right. Well, we're back now. That was a good joke. Here we are. Here we are. To talk about Ponyo, the Miyazaki slash Studio Ghibli, Ghibli, never remember how to say it, uh, movie that uh, is about a fish, kind of. It's The Little Mermaid. It's it's kind of a Little Mermaid. I mean, Wiki says that it's based on the Little Mermaid, and yeah, it's about a thing that wants to become human from the ocean. I can talk about that a little bit. Okay. It's also apparently based on uh, one of the Wagner operas that has to do with Brunhilde. Not like based on, but takes inspiration from. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's like a supernatural being who want who falls in love with Leopold. Is it who's human? Yeah. There's apparently a bunch of references to the Wagner operas. In this uh, in this movie, hmm. um, I feel like this is a movie that like not a lot of people talk about from our age group of like Miyazaki fans, and I think some of that might just be that it didn't come out in like the nostalgia years, yeah, of the '90s or very early aughts, yeah, like your Mononoke, your Spirited Away. It came out in 2008. Yeah, yeah, which is more like our generation is going to be like in college or something like that. Yeah. And probably is still interested in watching it, but it's not like our childhood. Yeah. Um true. I, I didn't see I didn't read any follow up on it, but And and when you're in college, you're not you're also not like parent age, so it's not like something that you're you'd watch like with your kid or something. But like you would now, I think. I think it's it seems like a good movie for like kids to watch with their parents. Or just kids to watch, period. It's rated G. So I didn't I didn't read uh I didn't follow up on it, but I just saw a piece of trivia that said that Miyazaki was surprised at the lukewarm reception from children to this movie. <laughs> the kids were like, eh, I could take it or leave it. Yeah. Where's the big fluffy bunny or the ghost that eats people? Mm. <laughs> I will say in the beginning of this, I was a little bit like distracted and was worried like, is this going to be able to hold my attention? This is technically for children. It looks beautiful. I thought it was good. But then like as it went on, I was like, this movie has so much detail for adults about yeah. like, how to live where there might be a hurricane. 
or just like yeah living on the coast how to talk to boats that pass by in the night oh yeah that was cute um old people shit how to become a human um how to become a human wait a minute yeah because she was a fish and she was trying to become a human well that's for children children like that part so Uh, i want to know how to become a human that's what i'm saying yeah, but because we we've already given up and decided that we are human, and, and we know this because our bones hurt all the fucking time. Uh, sound- like like those old ladies, the Obatas. Yeah, I thought the joke with that was that they were underwater, and so like underwater aerobics, they had all this like movement given back no, to them. No, it healed them. But then they're just able to run at the end. Yeah, it healed yeah. them. It was, that was cute. It was funny to have a bunch of running old ladies. <laughs> by the way, music by yeah. Joe Hisaishi, who is often. Uh, a collaborator with Studio Ghibli and fantastic soundtrack. Yeah. Um, Sounded good. It looked good. So I don't know where to it's really... It's gorgeous. It's a gorgeous movie. It's extremely beautiful movie. It might be, at least for the post-digital stuff, it might be my favorite looking Miyazaki movie. Post, just, post-digital? Yeah. Meaning like I have a... Maybe just... Go ahead, Miles. Even just like the first... Like the beginning sequence yeah. is like probably the most beautiful beginning sequence of any of these. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Jackie, what I mean is like I have a fondness for the the hand paint on cell stuff. Yeah. I just like that aesthetically and I know that it's all like hand drawn. There's not really too much computer assistance possible. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Mononoke is when it kind of starts to shift. It's not all digital by that point. It might be spirited mm-hmm. away is when it's all digital. Yeah. Still hand drawn, mind you, but hand drawn into a computer. Yeah. Um, and then animated via computer a lot of the time um but this just yeah the style this the stylization was amazing there are references to a wave off kanaga kanagawa the woodblock you guys know that famous japanese woodblock print of a wave it's just like a big blue ocean okay. wave and it's like you think of japan there's a mountain in the background uh-huh. and you're like oh yes japanese stuff like yeah. miyazaki himself drew a lot of the waves and water effects mm. in this and tried to get expressionistic and yeah, he did draw influence from woodblock stuff, like That's uh, cool. like a wave off Kanagawa. Um, the the art felt Japanese, really? Yeah, I mm, I guess so. But it's it's weird looking at the characters. I'm like, they don't look like other anime characters. You know what I mean? They look Japanese. They look like Japanese people. That might be true. Little boy looked Japanese. He's got the mushroom cut. He's yeah, he had the haircut. He's cute. That's the cut, the mushroom cut. Yeah. Yeah. It is based off Miyazaki's son. Aww. To some degree. How cute. That kid was cute. Yeah. He was cute. And it was weird for me because I'm like, oh, a boy in a Miyazaki movie. Mm. Oh, that's true. Like, I just think of girls, you know? He wasn't the title character, but he's- It's true. Yeah, the girl was the title character. He's just as much, I think, a main character. Because for a little while, the goldfish doesn't talk. So he's the only one talking. Right. I mean, he's like the Miyazaki protagonist, usually of main character is a human who stumbles upon something mm. supernatural and is like, what the fuck? Yeah. But they're usually a good kid as well. Yeah. Um, He listened to his parents very readily or his mom very readily. Who he called Lisa. Yeah. So, Miles, I don't know if you know this, but did you show your son the Japanese or the the English dub. No, why would I show my son the J? I want him to learn English. <laughs> I don't know what you do. You said you showed a little bit. Maybe it was just the visuals. No. Um, in Japanese, for some reason, uh, Sosuke does not call his 
parents, mom and dad. He calls them Lisa and Koichi. Koichi. Elameo. Why? I don't know. Oh, in the English, he calls them mom and dad? Yep. Oh. I think so. They just cut yeah. it out. Weird. I don't know. Um, Might have just... Yeah, he definitely does. Yeah, no. That that has changed. The other change I know is that um, in the Japanese, a baby, who I guess is Ponyo, I don't think the little baby on the boat talks yet, that like the, the strangers they run into on the boats, where, you know how they kept saying opai, Jackie, and you yeah. and I were like... Is she saying tits? Well, this is when there was a baby on the boat and they were talking about how the baby can't drink soup yet, but the mom can drink the soup and it'll make it into the milk. Yeah, but they kept referring to milk as they just... They were like, opai, opai. Which means, it does mean boobs. They were saying boobs. They were saying boobs. Apparently in Japanese, that's just a thing. It's just like, yeah, they're more matter of fact about body parts. Mm. But for the English, they were like, let's just say milk. Yeah. Every like, time. This, is, this will help your boobs. <laughs> Yeah. Well, thanks for letting me know about that process. That's yeah. Nice. Also, if you didn't know, yeah, what the mom eats becomes, uh, it it helps her make milk. I don't know if you knew that either. Yeah, I, I knew that. Oh, okay, good. In the English version, I guess they just say milk. Yeah. Okay. Um, my son is made of a lot of bagels. Uh huh. <laughs> really? You like some? He's a little bagel boy. Hell yeah. So what what did what did your son think of the movie he it held his attention not a lot of like television does mm. he likes uh he liked how crazy lisa drove <laughs> and oh, i yeah. also like that that's nice i was terrified <laughs> it just reminded me of driving in the canary islands where i was like i'm gonna die we're both gonna die i'm gonna die and kill my wife in the process this sucks lisa was tokyo drifting everywhere in like the dinkiest car, like the mm. scene where she like ha- tries to like go across that little like dock and there's the wave. I was like, unrealistic. She'd just be swept out to sea and die in that little dinky ass car. My car, if you drive yeah, it into like six treated... inches of water, it's like it's over. Yeah, they treated like they were like sort of like almost indifferent to the magical things happening around them. Yeah, I don't know. know. I mean, like nobody reacted to the goldfish having a face until Toki did. That's true. Yeah. I think it's supposed to be that some of it is just for our enjoyment or our understanding so that we know like the waves are supernatural. They're not, you know, they're like these weird fish creatures that can turn into water. But it's like if this movie weren't for kids, you might just see it as water and it'd be implied that their spirits, their dis... uh, discordance is what's causing the waves you know what i mean Mm -hmm. but they put faces on it just so we understand who is who and what is what uh but yeah the whole time like the poster for this movie has like ponyo's little face and i was like all right well that can't be the goldfish where's the goldfish and then when this movie started i was like what the fuck is this it just looks like little people with flowy dresses right she's wearing like she looks like a dr seuss character or something Mm -hmm. like thing one and thing two is that dr seuss it's, and it has it yes. has what looks like hair, but it's supposed to be a fish. And I was like, "What kind of fish? That's not a fish." Yeah, but then like, there's, and there's... The, the eyes are in the front too; they're not on the sides. Yeah, and uh, there's other fish in the movie that just yeah. look like fish. Yeah, there's lots of fish, really. I think they had a a super great time drawing crabs and all sorts of fucking weird ass fish. I think Japan is just more comfortable with sea life on a level that I am not, because half the time in this like movie, fish? um. I don't mind fish, but like 
just in Japan, they like, they eat eel and stuff. And that to me is like out of the question. Raw fish, uh, you know, I mean, I'll have sushi or sashimi, but it's not like my favorite thing. Caviar is upsetting. You know, I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't eat blowfish. They do that. Mm. I think in general, they're like also just more comfortable with sea creatures, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe well, if I lived in New England or some shit, I'd be okay with it. I don't know. The seaweed is always greener in somebody else's lake. Who says that? You dream about going up there, but that is a big mistake. But that is a big mistake. <laughs> Just look at the world around you out here on the ocean. So how is this like uh, The Little Mermaid? <laughs> well, they're under the sea, <laughs> number one. Yeah, under the sea. <laughs> um, is it racist for me to sing that song? Yes. Can I not yes, sing it? Yes, it is. Accent? You're both canceled. Okay. Why? You're both canceled. I didn't do under it. Under the sea. All right, I'm canceled. <laughs> anyway... It's just the conceit, right? The idea that it's a girl who wants to, you know, so walk the, on land. In the original tale, I read the Wikipedia for it. <laughs> uh, in the original tale, it is... So there's a girl, she lives under... She's a mermaid, so that's different, right? This is a goldfish, not a mermaid. Okay, check. <laughs> um, but there's a, a mermaid who lives under the sea with her um, sisters and... Um, they have a father. Um, so that is also similar. She has a bunch of sisters and she has a father. Um, we all have fathers. Well, he's raised by, she's raised by the father. There's also a grandma in the original story, but, um, so she, she looks, uh, she, she sees a guy on land and she falls in love with him. He's a prince. Um, and she rescues him from drowning at some point. Um, but when she rescues him, she just like leaves him at a temple and just watches him. Um, and then like the temple maiden or some like some some girl there and, and like her friends like help him. And he thinks that that one of those girls saved him. And then she really wants to like become human. So she makes a deal with a sea witch, which happens in the Disney version. Um, she makes a deal with the sea witch who uh gives some very painful trade-offs she's she, she takes her voice she also you know gives her legs um takes her voice so she's mute right um and then she gives her legs but and, and makes her a good dancer but um every time she uses her legs it feels like she's like dancing on knives or something it Jesus. like hurts like crazy um, is this in the Disney like one too, or, or no? This is no, only in... they left out the pain in the Disney one. It's not painful. They do take the voice, so she is mute. Um, and it, in order to stay human, she needs to. So, so the 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 in the original story, mermaids don't have souls. Um, what the fuck? When they die, they just turn into sea foam, and they're just gone forever. Ah. Uh. Um. In the Disney version, there's nothing about souls. But anyway, um, oh, right, right. But mermaids live for 300 years. Um, so they live longer, but then when they die, they, like, they're dead, dead. Um, humans have souls, and those souls are eternal. So, like, you die and you go to, like, heaven or whatever. Um, so to she would get, like, not only a human body, but a human soul. So she would die earlier than she would as a mermaid you know but she would have an eternal soul um but in order to get that internal soul she needs to get a human to that he has to fall in love with her um he has to marry her so 
she goes and, you know, they go on dates and stuff like and everything is cool. But uh, and, but he is it, like his parents arrange a marriage for him. So he's in an arranged marriage. But he says, you know, I don't love her. I love somebody else. The person that he loves is the girl that he that he saw at the temple that he thought um, saved him. But it wasn't really her. Um, and it turns out that that girl that he thought saved him was also the princess that he was in an arranged marriage with. So he just marries her. Like, oh, fuck it. And he breaks the mermaid's heart by marrying this other girl, breaks her heart and dies. Like she she dies, like she turns into, she doesn't turn into sea foam though. She instead, uh, it turns into like an air goddess. What? And uh it's it's like and now you have to do a you have to do 300 good deeds or something you have to do you have to do good deeds for humanity and then you'll get a human you'll get a you'll get a a a soul an eternal soul and that's how it ends they don't show her doing that getting a soul no it just kind of leaves it open basically it's like she was so good and she dealt with so much pain that i don't know who the gods and goddesses gave her another chance to instead of dying and turning into sea foam they were like you get to be one of these air air nymphs or whatever oh a nymph love a nymph yeah it's great <laughs> um so so what elements are present in ponyo uh they're uh so they're they do mention the sea foam thing in they ponyo. do say that they're like made of sea foam you're they're magical like, beings yes and she falls in love-ish. They're children, so she it's wants really to be, weird. She wants to be human. She wants to be human, but she'd have to give up her powers. She'd have to give up her powers. Um, and he needs to, like, he. Ha- it's basically a test on him. Like, if he loves her, then she gets to be human. But if not, then she turns into seafoam. That's what they said. They they said that she would become seafoam. Right. And but the mom was like kind of like that's not a big deal. We all become sea like we all came from sea foam. We're all gonna. She doesn't say that, doesn't she? Say like that's what they that's what they're made of. Like when she gets sucked back to sea, she's like maybe it's fate. She's like made there, so she'll return there. Did she say we're yeah. all made of sea foam. Well, I don't. We, she said we all come from. Sea we foam. all come from that. Oh, so it's like where we begin. I didn't remember that. That's weird. Yeah, like it's just they do. They're they're the fish. Yeah, and whatever. Oh, oh, you mean like the... The goddess. Oh, I thought you meant like Lisa. No, no, no. Oh, okay. The goddess. The goddess. That makes more Mama sense. Mama goddess. Mama goddess. Um, so yeah, that's how that relates. I think our, our last one... What was our last one? What was the last one we watched called with the violin? I don't know what you're talking about. What was the last Miyazaki movie we watched? With the violin maker and the country roads? It wasn't oh, the wind yeah. rises, right? It was a, I don't know. A something no, not a silent voice. That was a different movie that we watched. Whispers of Whisper the of the Heart, yes. Ah. Uh also only towards the end w- when he proposes marriage to her, but also just has like a weird level of like children in love kind of thing. Yeah. Cuz like with Disney movies it's like, you know, kids do feel romantic feelings, but they watch movies about adults. Although a yeah. lot of these fairy tales are about technically like 16-year-olds, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Close enough for the Middle Ages, I guess. But uh, it is weird that it's like, well, if he truly loves her, and I want it to be like, he's like six. He's five years old. He doesn't fucking know. And now they're married. Like, that's what happens at the end, basically. They're married. Well, here's my question about that. <laughs> Who's going to raise her? Okay, because Lisa... I think Lisa's going to... But she can't raise two children that are together. That's fucking Why crazy. Not? 
And where's Koichi? He's supposed to raise them too. Koichi, irresponsible in every piece of media that name shows up in. <laughs> Always off, just getting swindled. Um, I, th- I don't know if they were talking about romantic love because they're children. I hope you're right. You know, they're five. But because of, I guess my brain is already Western fairy tales. I'm thinking of like love breaks the curse. They're married. A kiss breaks the curse. They're married. Um, Jackie thinks they're married, but you can't raise two I married think, children. I think they're betrothed or something. Like they're they're not married yet, but it's like, you know, when they're betrothed, they're going to get married when they're older. Whatever. That's what I think. I think they're just going to love each other as siblings. That would be nice. I don't think so. Love is a weird thing to translate from Japanese you, to English. So you think knows? they're going to fuck? Oh, come on. That's I, what you're saying. When These they're are little when they're, children. When they're older. Not, not right now. They're too young. They don't know what that's all about. I just opened Wikipedia and like I was on Miyazaki's page and it says that he contributed to a movie at a studio called Toei, a huge studio. And the movie's called Doggy March. <laughs> okay. That sounds very dumb. Uh, okay, so what happens in this uh, movie? Oh, actually, I have, I have a question. What did, you, what did you all think about the uh, the dad, whatever his name is? The I have Koichi. Written. No, 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 not that dad. The magical Fuji, Fujimoto, Liam Neeson. Yes, Liam right. Ne- for for Miles, it was Liam Neeson. For Fujimoto. us, I don't, I don't know who the fuck it was. He looked like Johnny Depp could play him in a movie. Yeah, you know, he looked like a, a mad, Tim Burton character, a Mad Hatter, or a like Tim Burton's Mad Hatter, or um. The Willy Wonka. That awful Willy Wonka look. Yeah. What the hell was that? Yeah. Uh, I didn't really get what he was trying to do. I think that it was like, I I don't understand the thrust of this movie really either. What was <laughs> the problem with, why did, it, it wasn't like her power on land disrupted things inherently. It was that he had a faulty fucking door. He had a door. She went in the door and that gave her powers. It fucked everything up. Yeah, and he didn't, it seemed like he wanted to protect her genuinely, but he was just too strict about it. You know what I yeah. mean? It's like, that was the problem, and well, then he was going like, to fuck things up to get her she back. She described him as like, my dad keeps me prisoner. Like, yeah. he's very overprotective. Yeah, he doesn't let her do her own thing, which is a problem that parents mm-hmm. uh, can do, and there are parents who keep their children okay, prisoner. Okay, so is she five as well, though? Because I feel like Lisa uh, let... Um, Sosuke do his own thing a little too much. Mm. Yeah. There were things where she was like, oh yeah, mama, mama's mama got to go drive here. You make sure you watch this strange girl that I have not called the authorities about. Uh, although it was you raining. You can't leave a five-year-old alone in the house. I like how <laughs> with that, like he's like, it's Ponyo, it's my fish. Now she's a person. And the mom's like, okay, I'm going to make you ramen. Like she doesn't try to like figure out where okay but where did this girl really come from (laughs) yeah yeah she's not that worried about it um it is funny how there's like little bits of realism in these movies but then also it's like yeah we're not gonna dwell on this this is for kids fuck it yeah um also this movie taught me about a type of boat that i did not know existed what the fuck was that little boat powered by it like boils water that comes into it and then shoves it back out that's amazing yeah i guess we got boats i guess it's for like little kid toy boat it's like a steamboat Maybe that's true. It is steam is the same concept, right? You yeah. boil it till it becomes big, air big, <laughs> shove out, yeah, boat move. Um. So yeah, but okay. What was the elixir or the ether that he had that turned fish gold? It just looked like radiation to me. 
Uh, what did I say it looked like when they were? You said it was Chernobyl. It looked like Chernobyl in there. <laughs> when she gets in there, everything's like yellow and like kind of fucked up, and you know that it's bad because he has this like locked room. It's not locked though. The door, the door doesn't work or something. It's supposed to be locked. Yeah. It's supposed to, and then it's just like, like a, a literal child opened it. Yeah, it's not child locked. It's not child proofed. And then they get in there, and all this power comes out. And I thought it was going to be like, never mind the tsunamis. I thought it was like, oh, the fucking ocean's dying. Like. All these dead animals show up. Mm. The reef starts breaking us. And, you know, there's definitely some tones of pollution, you know, in the beginning when mm. Ponyo gets caught in the net and then Fujimoto when he's chasing after her. There's a lot of trash her. in the net. It's yes, a, exactly. A lot of That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And then, but they don't talk about that, really. They just like, go like, oh, humans are gross. And then it doesn't become like a plot point. Yeah, it's it's interesting. This one, it did. Again, it was there. But it, yeah, it wasn't like the metaphor I was thinking it would be where it was like, Oh, you drilled, you know, you drilled into the ocean, right? And that's what this elixir is that gets yeah. out and it like kills all the fish. No, it's instead it's like, I mean, global warming does like make the tides rise, right? It does make weather phenomenon happen. So I guess that's kind of here, mm. you know, because there's this like imbalance. And so maybe like through, I don't know, is there underwater fracking or some shit? There's underwater oil drilling, right? That's a thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there. of course there is. There's, there's giant oil things. So I guess it's like that kind of a metaphor, you know, like because in this movie, I don't think they're I, I don't think they're trying to do any of that. I, I would not put it past Miyazaki. OK, I, he loves throwing anti-war sentiment in there. He's a big hippie. That's nice. OK, it's true. Remember when cartoons were about nasty, ugly people getting what they deserve and having to dance in red hot iron shoes? Remember feeling like you're being no. stabbed with knives when be, you dance just because you're trying to walk. <laughs> Do you guys remember when Snow White choked to death on an apple? Okay, it wasn't magical. Mononoke is an environmentalist movie, but this isn't quite an environmentalist movie. Like it has like the trappings of being an environmentalist movie, but it doesn't say anything really. I think it's just about living on the coast. Yeah, it definitely made me appreciate more people who live in Japan or people who live in these very coastal places Mm -hmm. and what they go through. You know, like there is that, there's a George Carlin bit where he talks about like the people who live down in like the hurricane. What is it called? Hurricane Alley? What are they? That just sounds like a nightclub. I think so. Is it really? Okay. I think that is what it's called though. Where, you know, and he, and he's like from Boston and whatever, but he's just like, why do people fucking live there? He's like, you know, just like a hurricane or a tornado like ruins your house. It's like, well, why'd you stay there? And of course, you know, life is not that simple. But uh, when you think about like Japan, it's like a lot of it is, I mean, it's islands. It's all islands. Right. And a lot of people have to deal with storms and tsunamis and stuff. And especially because they threw in details like having a generator and other things that apparently didn't really stick with me because I can't think of them. (laughs) Oh, setting up that big ass radio tower and and things and all the other things that she has that keeps the house running. It seemed like everybody had a boat, you know, at least just in case, you know, so you can float on something. You need a boat. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, You got to have a boat. I gotta have my boat. And there there was a shelter. They talked about people going to the shelter. Yeah. Did you say that already? Nope. Okay. There was a shelter. And then, yeah, I, so I don't really get, like... It, the magical stuff? Apparently, Miyazaki struggled with the ending to this movie. And I can see why, because it is a bit of a literal deus ex machina. Why? Where, well, the sea goddess comes and fixes all the problems that the the boat people have. And then she also shows up and is like, my husband's being a dumbass. Let me talk to you guys. And I don't know what she talks to Lisa about. 
as though she's it's just like the two you know like before the wedding you the two mother-in-laws talk to each other that's all all it is Uh uh-huh that's all it is (laughs) and she just kind of fixes everything i mean of course it's it's obviously very important that sosuke loves ponyo yeah and that ponyo wants to give up her powers but i do love so much i just love the still like the best summary of this movie is when she's trying to make sure that sosuke loves her daughter ponyo and she's like, do you love her for who she is? Ponyo is a fish. And that's yeah. just like the only subtitle on screen for a moment. <laughs> um, He's like, I love her. I love her no matter what, whether she's a fish, a human or in between. I thought that was cute. Yeah. In between is yeah. probably the most accurate. Her in between form is weird. The chicken legs. Yeah, yeah she man. She looks like a chicken. She looked like a chicken with a frog face. It was weird, yeah. And then she just, I love when she gets teeth and she just goes, teeth. When she's yeah. able to just magically manifest them. Nice. But that's so kiddish. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. It's great. Um, also, Miyazaki movies, you know, he doesn't, there's not a lot of sexy characters in the Miyazaki movies, but this sea goddess <laughs> was doing something for Total me. Total babe. I'm just putting that out there. <laughs> Her- you like them giant. Oh yeah, her body was very wavy. I feel like, like things changed sizes, like as she kind of went, as she kind of did things, because she's like a. I like them all. She just kind of floats around, so sometimes her boobs would be huge. So her her like floating on her back or like swimming on her back that is uh-huh. based on a painting of Ophelia, the character from Hamlet, mm-hmm. where it's just like a queen floating in like a lake or mm-hmm. a pond, but the bustiness you mentioned. Uh, you guys know the phrase "It ain't over till the fat lady sings." Uh huh. <laughs> what if that had nothing to do with this? I was like, "Isn't that weird?" <laughs> um, that is, you know, some like baseball announcer is referencing an opera that uh, I mentioned. You know, the the Wagner or Wagner Brunhilde operas that uh, are referenced in this movie. And yeah, uh, Brunhilde was always described as a buxom mm. lady, but sometimes I guess she would just be played by a, a heavy set woman mm. or would seem heavy set to someone who doesn't like boobs, I guess. Mm. Um I guess what I'm saying is boobs are very important uh to this movie. As yeah. we, we know that. There's that strange woman who talks about making booby milk. Uh-huh. Um Listen, and, it's natural. Uh, it's part of the process. Miles, did you did you pick up on the Ride of the Valkyries quote that was happening in the soundtrack? Yes. It was driving me nuts. I didn't notice. It that. was like sort of right, but it wasn't quite. It's like Ride of the Valkyries is like dun 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 oh, dun dun. Like but this was like what's weird is that's probably it in, like it's hundreds of years old, right? So it's probably in the yeah, not hundreds, of, but it's like it's probably they could just use Ride of the Valkyries. It's it's uh it's nineteenth century. It's eighteen hundreds. Um, yeah. Well, I think that I think that they wanted it to be their own score because it's supposed to reference. The, the Brunhilde story, the ri- I think they're called The Ring, The Ring Opera or something. I have this written down. I don't know yeah, why I'm not ring. reading it. Uh, yeah, it's called The Ring. It's Star I've Sadako. seen one of them. The operas? Yeah. Which one you see? I, I clearly, it clearly didn't resonate with me, but we saw it as part of German class. Yeah, The Ring Cycle or Der Ring des Nibelungen. And yeah, the, the, I forgot the big fucking connection to the Brunhilde opera is that Ponyo's real name is just Brunhilde. Yeah, that's why I thought they would just, you know, just do the thing. Just, well, I just mean, play right at the Valkyries. There's a lot of differences between this and the, the Brunhilde opera. 
you know, like the fucking ocean and the the weirdo candy store looking ass dad with the the fucking bags under his eyes. Yeah, but I think it it would have been a cleaner reference if they had just done Ride of the Valkyries instead of going like this yes. sounds like Ride of the Valkyries, but it doesn't quite sound like like what is it? It was too close. It was like dun 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 were you guys very sad when when the whole world flooded? Were you like everyone is dead? Oh, I knew yeah. they weren't dead. Well, they said that the side with the um with the uh, senior citizen center that that was on like the other side where there's like where it's dry. The or, leeward side, as opposed yeah. to the wayward side of a mountain. Yeah, but it turned out to be wrong though. Yeah, I think everyone was dead. Why would you think everyone died in a Miyazaki movie? Although, what was up with like, yeah, there was a ship graveyard and they were like, yeah. oh yeah, the ocean has weird. piled on top of the mountain. Right. Well, I thought for a minute oh, that those the, were the all sea, old. The sea goddess helped them. For a minute, I thought those were all like old dead ships that somehow died in the past. And I was like, what the fuck is happening? But then, because he, he calls it a graveyard, the mm-hmm. the dad or some fisher guy. Um. But then they're they're all just boats like them, I guess, that got stuck and all probably living people inside were like, help, this sucks. I'm on a mountain. But then the sea goddess, yeah, just fixes it all. Um, Good job, sea goddess. Yeah, I was depressed. For a mo- I was like, oh no, these kids, everyone is dead. You're a sucker. These kids are just going to find their dead mom, all the dead old people. Everyone's drowned. You got fooled. The, vi- the village is destroyed. So it's like, yeah, the... the, the th- the village was flooded because all these fish got super duper powers and because Ponyo wanted to get back on land. So she was using the tsunami waves to run just to make a path for herself. Also, the moon got close. Oh, yeah, which is weird because I just started playing Majora's Mask, which is a Zelda game about the moon <laughs> getting close and slamming into the ground. Oh, no. I feel like anime is always part of my life. You have to give up your powers and find a five-year-old. I don't to have any powers. Marry I only have weaknesses. I'd like to give them up now, please. <laughs> In Majora's Mask, does the sea level rise? No, actually, I don't think there's an. O- well, I haven't been to the the Great Bay, which is the oceany area, but no, it does oh, not. Okay. Do you think the reason Wind Waker happens is because the sea level rises because the moon gets too close? Yeah, there's a fish also that keeps trying to fuck you in the Wind Waker, and you have to escape from it. I'm just kidding. That's not true. That's not true. Um, I like Kumiko, the little girl who just got a new dress and she keeps wanting to talk to... She obviously likes um, the boy. What's his name? Sosuke? Sosuke, yeah. She obviously likes him and he's just like, I'm busy <laughs> for everything all the time. He's like, I'm busy. I, I busy. love it how she's like, you're not busy, you're five. <laughs> oh, that's only in the dub then. We didn't have that. I like that. That, that is pretty so great funny. though. Um. The other funny line that Tina Fey had was when Fujimoto comes up to them as she's about to drive away. And as she's driving, she's like, wow, that guy was a freak show. But you shouldn't judge anyone by their looks. (laughs) Oh, yeah. She pretty much does that in Japanese where she was like, that guy was creepy. But don't talk that way about strangers. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So pretty much the same exact thing. But yeah, what was with that, too? It's like, obviously, he has like a weed killer spray. And she's like, you can't spray weed killer here, which, again, is probably more Miyazaki like, you know climate friendly environment friendly but yeah. then but then he's instantly like it's oh, this water is sea i use wa- it salt to... water so i stay humidified yeah what what wouldn't spraying seawater be bad also and i don't know it's weird 
I think he maybe because he's he at one point says that he used to be human. Yeah. And he's not anymore. He gave that up. He hates humans. Yeah. So maybe he needs that. He doesn't need the water in order to be on land. Maybe he does need water. Hmm. I don't know. Because I always thought he was just human. Like he just said he's formerly human, but it's like you're human, buddy. I want to know his story. Nah, he can't. He's a fish man now. He then did say that he's more human than human and he played a guitar solo. It was weird. That didn't happen. I want to know how him and that giant lady got together. Yeah. yeah. I want to know in graphic detail. Th- that is, I want to be grossed out. That's basically what happens in Steven Universe. Steven's parents are a regular guy named Greg and a giant magical lady. So it's kind of the same thing. You can shrink yourself down. You know, maybe he just did what he does to Ponyo where he put his hands around her and just squeezed her real tight. <laughs> and like, she's probably a lot of water. You know, you squeeze her. She's mm-hmm. like a sponge that you can mate with. No. Maybe. I'll work on it. You ever mate with a sponge, buddy? No. I don't want to be that clean. <laughs> uh, apparently Miyazaki was interested in doing a sequel to this movie, but his producer was like, why don't you do The Wind Rises? Mm. And that's what came out in 2013. But it's... Is, is that a sequel? No, no, it's not. Sorry, did I not oh. say instead? I should have said instead. <laughs> But it's it's interesting to think that he struggled with the ending, and apparently that is why the scene where uh, when they run into those people who are having a nice boat outing, despite the disaster that happened, whatever, mm-hmm. um, that uh, Ponyo gets like close to that that the baby, you know, and she like is really obsessed with her not crying, yeah, and trying to get her to stop, and even puts her face in her nasty, snotty, mucusy yeah. face. Uh, that was there to show that Ponyo could be part of human society. Because she has compassion for them, that kind of thing. Oh. Uh, and it is pointed out that in the beginning, Jackie, you remember where I was like, wait, whose baby was that? Mm-hmm. When there's a woman handing off the baby to the lady who runs the school. Yeah. And she's like, oh, she'll be okay. That is the baby that has the cold later and Ponyo is nice too. Yes, yes. Same, I fig- Same yeah. baby. Yeah. I didn't know. Yeah, it's the same mom. Same mom, same baby. Yeah. There's a little bit of Allison... Alice in Wonderlandiness to this movie, right? I or am I just so. thinking of that with shrinking boats? I'm just thinking of shrinking stuff. Making this boat bigger, yeah. Making stuff big and small. Doesn't count. I'm sorry. Why was the mom so mad that the dad was out boating? She was so mad at him. Women just be no. demanding things of men who Wrong. are trying to work. Wrong. Because she thought he was going to come home. And he's probably he's probably gone for long, long periods of time. And she was gonna. She was making a special dinner. Oh yeah, it must have been a big return mm. dinner. She was making a special they were dinner. Gonna, like have sex that night, mm. and instead, yeah, she's been real barren, just waiting for something to come home. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. She she made a pot full of leaves for him. Leaves. Those are big leaves. She put like a fucking oh, yeah, she, bush full of leaves into a pot. Yeah, vegetables, leafy I, greens. I don't understand. Leafy greens. You gotta have leafy greens, Mark. Nope. I want the shit in my they're colon. Good for your, uh, they're good for your butt. No, I want it in there. Oh, boy. <laughs> um, you know, Lisa, she's, she's, a, she's a young mom. She's, you know, she's trying to get it in. Yeah. In the Miyazaki universe, as you'd expect, there's no such thing as masturbation. So she's just been real pent up. Listen, listen if, you're, if you've been aching for a man for however long this guy's out at sea... Like a, Nothing's going to satisfy that urge. Like a coiled spring. You know? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I'm trying to find something else to talk about, but I can't find anything. Okay, I was like, Jackie's on Twitter or something. No. Koichi doing a puzzle. is uh, Matt Damon. 
in the dub. Really? Yeah. It's a powerhouse cast. Wow. Lisa's Tina Fey, Koichi's Matt Damon, the Sea Queen ladies, Kate Blanchett. Right, which is perfect. And then there's Liam Neeson. And all the old ladies, the old ladies are also a powerhouse. It's Lily Tomlin. Oh, wow. Betty White and Cloris Leachman. Oh, wow. wow. Rest in peace to two of those. Um, Still got Lily Tomlin. That's right, baby. Um, until, until probably this podcast comes come out. Come on. She's, she isn't that old, is she? <laughs> I'm going to guess Lily Tomlin's in her early 70s. Ponyo is- I'll look it up right now. I'll tell you. The character is very cute. Oh, she's 38. Stop it. She's 82. Whoa! Yeah, wow. right on the edge of death. Did you did you know who... Uh, oh, Jackie, go ahead. You were going to say something. I wasn't going to say anything. Did you guys know who did the voice for Ponyo in English? Smiles, did you notice this? It was the uh, Cyrus. Noah Cyrus. Noah Cyrus. Who I did not really know existed. Yeah. It's the younger, the younger Cyrus, I guess. Oh, so these are two children, people who are related to more famous... People. Who's yeah. two people? Wait, who's the other one? Uh, it's the the jo- It's a Jonas brother. Uh, who's Frankie. It's Frankie Jonas. Uh, yep, from Bergen County, New Jersey, baby. Oh yeah, look at that. Boop, 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 boop. Noah Cyrus. Jonas's or Wyckoff boys. Noah Cyrus is a girl. N- the name Noah is usually a boy's name. Yeah, but Noah's a girl. Pretty much exclusively. Yeah. Okay. Noah Lindsay Cyrus. Uh, this did break box office records for Studio uh, Ghibli. I would assume that trend just went up for a long time. They just kept getting like more and more, you know, uh, notoriety here in the West. Um, and yeah, it has uh, amazing ratings and amazing critical reception. And yet again, it's just weird to me that it's like not talked about, uh, not not nearly as as well regarded. I mean, I guess Spirited Away's characters stand out a little bit more. I mean, Ponyo is pretty great in this movie. Um, she's really just adorable. Yeah, she's so cute. But she is, at times, unsettling to look at. Only when um, she's like half-ish. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, but otherwise, if she's like a girl, then she just looks like a girl. And a lot of the protagonists that are human in Miyazaki movies aren't that interesting, I think, with the exception of like Kiki, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, I like trying to sound like a fucking expert now that I've seen like six movies. I think they're all cute. But I'm just trying to think of like merch and stuff and like things people use mm. as avatars on the internet. Mm. Don't see a lot of ponios because it's this weird fish thing that looks like a, like a like a French language textbook mascot or something when she's a fish. And then she's a horrible chicken accident. And then she's just like a girl who wears a diaper maybe. I don't know what that is. I don't know what her... She has like 18th century style pants it's yeah maybe it's such big claw i don't know what it is yeah the sea goddess is great but she doesn't look that distinct from other sea babes mermaid i think she does around that much yeah you only get glimpses of her but she's a big cool lady she's a big goddess lady and then fujimoto like you just don't want to really look at him he's like he just looks like he needs a bunch of naps yeah tired looking bastard yeah that elixir is cocaine uh yeah that was weird when he like tried to shove ponyo back into fish shape and then he just like pounded three bottles of whatever <laughs> uh real weird a, a lot of me is like i guess movies it's are just like... like he's slowly like his 
thing is he's slowly dripping it into the ocean so that fish become more powerful. Yeah. Mm. Well, it almost seemed like, I guess, based on how his character turned out, where he is like apologetic and stuff and he's married to a cool lady, I was like, is he just feeding them maybe? Is that what it is? Mm. They just, they do need that stuff? Yeah. Or is he just bored and fucking with them? (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what his deal was. The reason why you watch this movie is for feelings and for looking at the art and stuff. Yeah. But you're not like, wow, the plot made a ton of sense yeah. and was satisfying. <laughs> yeah. I think that- The kid yeah. is really cool. Both kids are really cool. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And the animation was so fluid. It was it was crazy. Even though it is digital, it's like they still had to draw a fuck ton, I think, for this movie to I work. love the character Lisa, even though I disagree with her parenting choices. Yeah. Mm. She's pretty great. I like her too. She's a great functionally single parent. But yeah, it was funny because Jackie's theory at one point because of the Japanese language using their names was that she might have been a stepmom. Yeah. Because since his dad is always away, we don't hear him saying, oh, dad. Yeah, that's true. So it was just like he's calling her Lisa and then she's like, your dad. But I think he calls him. He, I think he ends up calling him Koichi too. Yeah. I think eventually that's so weird. Yeah. So random. Anyway, that's really it, right? Anything else? Oh, well, we, we also didn't mention that like the goldfish drink blood, human blood, and that's what's making her, what originally started making her human. Right. Which is weird. Pretty weird. Yeah. Yeah, that I don't have any sort of connection to real life or other works of fiction. If I looked up, because I don't remember the shape of water, but I feel like I we could compare it to that somehow. There is a person falling in love with a fish. Well, and that's pretty much ripping off or based on a uh, creature from the Black Lagoon, I think. Okay. But I don't remember. Do they do they fall in love in creature? I haven't seen Creature from the Black Lagoon, but I would. Mm-hmm. Okay. Folks, if you is that an anime? If you if no. you have a giant old school reel to reel projector that you bring around on tour, let me know if you have a Creature from the Black Lagoon or if you need me to buy the film. I'll do it. Let's watch it. I have nothing else to say about this movie. Wow, you sound like you're mad at it. <laughs> I have nothing to say to you. I just went through all of my notes and I was like, there's there's nothing else to say. Um, I liked it. Yeah, it, I enjoyed it. It was very it. cute. I enjoyed it. I almost fell asleep and then I got up and did stuff so I didn't fall asleep. So I'm happy that I got to see all of it. Hey, great job out there. Miles, where would you where do you think you'd put this in terms of you know, ranking art is stupid, but where would you put it if you had to? <laughs> compared to other Miyazaki movies. God, I have to pull them out then, don't I? Yeah, I mean, do you think it would be... I just, yeah, if you can remember a few of them, do you think it should be at the bottom? Is it a new fave? You know, does it replace Porco Rosso? Um, I think it's high up there. Okay. Despite, like, the issues I have with the plot, because it's so good-looking, and I really want to show it to my son when he gets older. How old do you think he has to be? Like five. Like... Yeah, probably like the same age as the kid. Yeah. That's fair. He can't appreciate. He's not going to like retain anything before that, you know? That's true. He's stupid. <laughs> My parents took me to Disney World when I was like three or two. I don't know why they did that. Yeah, that was a waste of time. Do you remember going like, I love this? Yeah. I remember arguing with the waiters at the Mickey and Minnie breakfast over the check. <laughs> I was like, oh, you, you overcharged <laughs> us just because we're out of towners. It's ridiculous. Everybody here is an out of towner. That's funny. Um, Good joke. Thank you. It was tough to pull that out. I, my head hurts now, but I tried too hard. I think it's probably 
the most kid-friendly? I don't know. Kiki's is pretty kid-friendly, too. Yeah. But that's more of like a teen movie, you know? Is it? It's like, it's maybe like more middle school-y. Like you're 10 versus like, I think a, like I think a five or six-year-old can enjoy Ponyo. I think maybe Kiki's yeah. Kiki's is a little slower, maybe. like, And so I think that's more like a nine, ten-year-old. I think I liked this better than My Neighbor Totoro. We oh yeah, which that. we haven't seen. Okay. Um, which and I was looking at at the list of the movies that that Miyazaki is like credited as director or director and writer. We've seen most of them, mm. I think, and by the most of them, I mean more than half. Uh, Jackie and I have seen Nausicaa of the Valley of the Wind. Miles, you haven't seen that. I have not. We watched Castle in the Sky. Miles has seen My Neighbor Totoro, My Neighbor Totino's Pizza Rolls. Uh, we watched Kiki's Delivery Service. We watched Porco Rosso. We watched Princess Mononoke. We watched Spirited Away. We have not seen Howl's Moving Castle. Mm. We have not seen the Castle of Cogliostro. I have. Oh, okay. We have not seen the Castle of Cogliostro, although, Miles, you have, right? I have seen There's them. so many castles. Um, we have not seen The Wind Rises, which is technically, as of now, it's the most recent Miyazaki, but he also has mm. a, a movie coming out called How Do You Live? Mm. Yes, music by Faith Hill. Who is Leanne it? Rimes. Leanne Rhymes. But right? isn't isn't there another one? Isn't How Do I Live by Two Different Women that they just put it out back to back? I don't know. How do I ever ever survive? Right. Okay. How do I live is by Leanne Rhymes, and then Trisha Yearwood did it. Uh, they were released at the same time in May of '97. Wow. Two different country artists. Hmm. The Leanne Rhymes one, though, I gotta say, that's the one banger. that everybody knows. Yeah, that's it has like the pop. Well, dance. I know the Trisha Yearwood version because it's used in the movie Con Air. Okay. Oh, look, we're very off topic. If you want to talk to us about Con Air or Ponyo or did whatever, you, did you finish reading through the list of Miyazaki? Whatever? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I did. Um, and there's other credits that he's on, and there's other there's other Ghibli stuff that he didn't write and direct, I believe, mm. as well. But yeah, folks, if you want to support us and pick something for us to watch, if you're like, you know what Studio Ghibli movie you need to see, uh, you can support us on Patreon. We are patreon.com slash jjbpod. You can talk to us by going to Twitter. We're at jjbpod. Send us an email. You can send us an email, jojosbizarrepod at gmail.com. And in this episode description, you can find a link to the fan-run Discord. You can apparently not find it by searching for it in the Discord directory. That won't work. So sorry oh. to those I have misled. That doesn't work? Nope. Oh. Uh, but there, I believe I have a link in the description. So if you want to join a Discord that some nice listeners started, you can do it. Other than that, we don't know what we're watching next week. We'll let you know. Have a great week. Don't drown. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. <laughs>